It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a blessed weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, more information about the show can always be found on social media. Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. You can also reach out to us and follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find us at Rodney Lear on air there. Or you can listen to the show if you missed anything. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app. Anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. My first guest is Gail Matten. She is president and CEO of Hospice of Cincinnati. It's our pleasure to welcome Gail Matten to Sunday Morning Magazine. Thank you, Rodney. Happy to join you this morning. All right. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Now, let's talk about this now for those that don't understand or don't know or have never used your services. Explain to us what hospice is and what that means. Certainly. Hospice is a level of care for patients, individuals and their families, really, that uh, are experiencing advanced illness and are nearing the end of life. And so what hospice does is uh, provide support to individuals and their entire family to really help alleviate symptoms and improve quality of life for those that have advanced illness. Okay. And I think one of the questions many people may have is like, who's eligible for hospice services? Is that a question that you guys get? We get that question every day, Rodney. Eligibility for hospice is really determined by a physician who indicates that someone is uh, likely within the last six months of their life. So November is actually National Hospice Month. Um, What do you want listeners to know about hospice services in general? What do you want them to know in terms of educating the public about National Hospice Awareness Month? What, I, uh, what is important, Rodney, for the community to know is that hospice care is available to everyone, regardless of their insurance status or ability to pay. So if someone does not have insurance, we cover the cost for that. Hospice helps people that are nearing the end of life, not only with their physical comfort, but also emotional, psychosocial, and spiritual support. The hospice team really comes in and provides support to the entire family, and it includes a nurse, social worker, chaplains, physician, nurse practitioner, volunteers, integrative therapists, an entire holistic team that really provides a lot of support to an individual and their family during what can be a really stressful time. Now, you are a division of TriHealth. Very briefly, tell us about the local hospitals and what that encompasses. The local hospitals within TriHealth include five local hospitals, and hospice is really um, outside of that. And the majority of the services that are provided by Hospice of Cincinnati and other HOC Navigator services are provided in the home. So let's talk about some of the services. You talked about your HOC services. Um, Let's talk about what that looks like. Tell us about those services. Break that down for us, please. Absolutely. Uh, The majority of what we do, first and foremost, is hospice care. And we serve individuals and their families in their homes predominantly. And that might include nursing homes or hospice facilities if someone needs to come there for a few days and get additional comfort care. 
And we also provide palliative care service, which is uh, alleviation of symptoms for those with serious illness, but they may not be at a point of yet needing hospice care. We provide those palliative care services in patients' homes, in individual homes, as well as in hospital settings. Okay. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. For more information about the show, you can like us on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Like, follow, and share there. Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Anytime that you'd like, you can go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. In the studio with me this morning, we're speaking to Gail Matson. She is president and CEO of Hospice of Cincinnati. Now, you offer holistic services. What does that mean and what does that look like? What that means and looks like is there are a lot of different, there is an entire team of people that uh, support uh, an individual and their family in hospice care. And that includes supporting physical needs, any comfort needs, um, pain management, symptom management. It means social support, emotional support from chaplains and social workers and nurses and doctors. It means integrative therapists such as music therapy, art therapy massage and so on and among the services that you provide you provide grief services tell us what that is and how do you work with patients because i'm sure that's a very important part of what you do it absolutely is i'd like to share this with you rodney we have an adult uh, grief program called Goldstein Family Grief Services that is available and free of charge to the entire greater Cincinnati community, and it is uh, to provide support for those that have experienced a loss. It is open to the community at large, not just Hospice of Cincinnati families. Additionally, we have Fernside Center for Grieving Children that supports youth and their families after they've experienced a loss, and that too is open to the community at large. Grief is very difficult, and we believe that it's uh, something that people don't have to go through alone, so we want to provide that added support. And grief is one of those things that people handle different ways. Each individual handles grief a different way. That is absolutely correct. Grief is very individual, and so we really customize and tailor our grief support to meet every person where they're at. Okay, and do you do group support, group meetings, individual? How does that work? It's a whole variety of those things. Okay. So we do grief, uh, we do support groups, we do individual counseling, we do summer camps for children, we wow. do seminars and retreats. Uh, we go into the schools and um, support schools and school districts after the loss of a student. So we go wherever the need is. Now you have a not-for-profit mindset. What does that mean for patients and the care that you provide? What that means is that we are fully focused on fulfilling our mission of making sure that those that have serious illness and are nearing end of life um, have all of the support that they need to really um, support their quality of life. Uh, we utilize fundraising to help us um, provide those programs that are not covered by insurance, and we also utilize fundraising and donor gifts 
uh, cover the cost of care for those that don't have insurance. So in a nutshell, Rodney, what not-for-profit means is that every dollar that we get for providing care goes back into the programs and services that we provide to make sure that those that have advanced illness and are nearing end of life can have the very best care possible. So you mentioned something earlier in the interview. You talked about hospice and palliative care. What's the difference? Because, you know, a lot of times people, they're clumped together. But tell us, explain to us what the difference is. Well, Rodney, I would tell you this, that palliative care really is uh, an added layer of support to help individuals that are living with serious illness to relieve the burden of their symptoms of their um, illness, essentially, and provide comfort for them. And that can be any time during someone's serious illness, so they don't uh, necessarily need to be nearing end of life. Whereas hospice is that added support for an individual and their family when someone has a life expectancy of six months or less. Okay, so give me an idea of what the palliative care, what that looks like. And you talked about the illnesses, but give us an idea of what that looks like. So, for example, if someone is living with a a chronic medical condition, such as heart failure or COPD, for example, and they are um, in their quality of life, their ability to do the things that they love on a day to day are impacted by that illness. The palliative care team makes house calls and can check in on people and work with them to manage those any symptoms they might be having so that they can really live life to their fullest and be as free as possible of any pain, shortness of breath, anxiety, fatigue, nausea, or a lot of the other things that come along with serious illness. So for families that find themselves in the need of Hospice of Cincinnati or Hospice Services, um, when they're reaching out to a program What type of questions should families be asking of the facility? Um, I think the types of questions that should be asked are what are the services that are available? Uh, When are they available? Uh, What are your quality scores? How do we know if you're a good organization? How do you measure that? Who else can I talk to to see what their experience is? Okay. And so where does that quality score, where does that come from? And tell me more about that, if if you will. First and foremost, looking at experience scores and what the uh, satisfaction level of uh, individuals and their families have been. And so those are available online through the Hospice Medicare website. And we are also happy to share those results with anyone that inquires about uh, hospice services that is in the process of deciding which hospice is best for them. And again, this morning, we're speaking to Gail Matson. She is president and CEO of Hospice of Cincinnati. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. Now, this is something that, let's be honest, that many people dread talking about. But why is these end-of-life conversations, why are they so important? And why should we be having these conversations? Conversations about goals and wishes and what matters most to people as they're nearing end of life is of crucial importance to make sure that people can live out their lives in the best way possible. And the hospice team is very skilled at having those conversations with individuals and really paying attention to what matters most to people and then surrounding that individual and family 
family with a level of care and support that really addresses those needs. End of life can be scary, and people uh, tend to hesitate in talking about that. And we want to make it comfortable to talk about that and create that trust so that individuals can ask those questions and become better informed. Okay, so who should, you know, who should you be having those conversations with, you know, um, in terms of we talked about having the conversations, but who should you actually be having the conversation with? Individuals should be having those conversations with their loved ones and people that are their support systems and helping them make those decisions. So what do you guys do for families to help prepare them for the loss of their loved ones? What services and what do you guys do there to help those families? We'd like to sit down with uh, individuals and their families and talk through that, talk through um, people's goals and wishes, and really have individuals um, talk about that with their families so that their families have that clarity and have a clear understanding and can really honor someone's goals and wishes. Okay. And should hospice care be part of that conversation? Absolutely. Okay, good. So... I'm always curious um, with this type of um, profession, working in this type of profession, how do you, as a professional, how do you keep your mindset right? You're dealing with so much sorrow, so much sadness. How do you guys um, keep in a happy not maybe necessarily happy, but a healthy state of mind. Yes. Well, Rodney, the work certainly can be uh, difficult um, and challenging because it is it is certainly emotionally laden. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really keeps the team going at Hospice of Cincinnati is knowing what kind of an impact that they're making for individuals and their families and that they are uh, providing um, a level of support that really helps people be comfortable and have a great quality of life as they are uh, living their last chapter, so to speak. Okay. So let's talk about some of the misconceptions that people may have about hospice care. Oh, well, there are many, and I'm so glad that you asked about that. Uh, probably at the top of the list of misconceptions is that there, uh, that hospice hastens death. And that is um, not the case. And in fact, uh, studies have shown that people that are supported by hospice at end of life actually live about a month longer, Rodney. Okay, so that's one. What else do we know? What other uh, myths and things that misconceptions you hear? Another misconception is that there's one hospice program or that hospice, there is one hospice. And there are actually over 5,000 hospice programs in the United States. A third misconception is that hospice is a place. And while some hospice care may be provided in a hospice uh, care center or in a hospital, the majority of hospice care is provided in people's homes because the majority of people in this country want to be at home and not in an institution or a facility. So the hospice team, in essence, comes to them. And finally, this morning, I want to go back to the conversation. Again, that is a difficult conversation to have with your loved ones. We talked about why it's so important. But what's your final thoughts as we wrap up this morning about having that conversation not making it uncomfortable, talking to your loved ones, communicating with your loved ones. My final thought is uh, recognizing that it can be a very difficult conversation. Uh, 
reach out and ask for help. We're right here to help people and their families facilitate and have those conversations and really understand what matters most to people and support them through that process. All right. And if our listeners would like more information about Hospice of Cincinnati, more information about care, more information about having the talk, how can they find out more information? They can find out more information by looking us up on the web at hospiceofcincinnati.org. All right. Well, thank you so much for all you do, Gail. Thanks for your services. Thanks for taking time to talk to us. Thank you, Rodney. It's been a pleasure to join you this morning. We've been speaking to Gail Matson, president and CEO of Hospice of Cincinnati. Stick around. We'll be back with more Sunday Morning Magazine in a moment. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.